0: Welcome, you're listening to A Certain Degree. My name is Nick, and I am the host with the most, to a certain degree. (laughs) This is a weekly radio show on WPRK, featuring makers, artists, and professionals who are doing something neat. And it's not just a radio show, it's an umbrella organization for a number of different startups. I'm not saying we also launder money. I'm just not not saying that neither. If you haven't already, consider subscribing on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to WPRK every chance you get. There's always some incredible music, talk, and people on one of the oldest college radio stations in Florida. Quincy Jones on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, the Best in Basement Radio, and the voice of Rollins College. Good morning. My name is Nick. I am here every week from 7 to 9 a.m., and every week, I have a very special guest. This week is no exception. Mike Leitner of Mike Light Cosplay. Mike, good morning. Good morning. I don't know. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to try this again. Let's see. Try that one. Hello. Oh, there hey. we go. <laughs> Man, it's always nice to have a guest that we can hear. <laughs> it, it, Mike Light, uh, Mike Leitner yeah. of Mike Light Cosplay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is, it, that,
1: is that correct? Yeah, that, that's good. Everything, Everything good we can, so far. We, we're, other than now, my mic's working. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're good. You know? Okay, I, good.
0: I, I don't know about the whole special guest part, but you know, you know very special we'll guest. <laughs> Let me go with that. Very special guest. <laughs> Been wanting to have you on for a while, so yeah. I really appreciate you coming out. And we're going to learn a little bit more about you mm-hmm. and what you do in terms of the cosplay world. So would you describe yourself as sort of a, a professional, oh. amateur, <laughs> cosplay enthusiast?
1: Uh as far as enthusiasts, sure, we'll say sure. professional. Uh, as far as actuality and you know, making a living off of this, oh, no, yeah. A, yeah. totally amateur. I mean, well, the, this is
0: you do it for fun, know, right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and, and that's why a lot of us do it. I mean, there are there are a select handful that they're able to legitimately make a full time living from doing it. Sure. I'm not one of them. Right. <laughs> that would be a, that would be nice. So if any anyone out there wants to sponsor me, please
0: go ahead. But uh, well, and yeah, we'll talk no, about that yeah. because you can follow <laughs> Mike Light Cosplay on uh, Instagram, on Facebook. You can see mm-hmm. some of the uh, characters that he's done, which are great. I mean, you spend a lot of time, Thank you. and energy on making sure that those characters look accurate and. I would imagine everybody you uh interact with at the events that you go to has a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Yeah, they do. And and it's a lot of
1: fun to to see, you know, people. I mean, you know, when when you first get in, you don't really know a lot of people, but yeah. at, you know, over, you know, going through the conventions, especially with social media, you can just get to know so many sure. people. I mean, I I I follow and have followers literally from all over the world, which yeah. is like crazy to me. I have people in Europe and Australia and Japan and it's like well, <laughs> this is, this is like, you know, cool. <laughs> to, so we'll talk to, to, to use a totally like, you know, eighties and nineties reference. It's cool. It's rad. It's like, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we'll talk about macho man, Randy mm-hmm. Savage. We'll talk about a yeah, oh. yeah. uh, little Bob Ross will mm-hmm. come in a little bit later. And so let's get to know you, Mike, a little sure. bit, because I don't know you at all. All right. And this is one of the fun things that I get to do is get to know new people uh, and one of the ways I like to get to know them is by asking them questions and seeing how they react So are you for something? Are you against something? What was your take on certain things? I am for this game great So <laughs> this game is this week is going to be called willing or able Okay, so willing if you're for something able if you're against it So will and grace goodwill hunting last will and testament being willing is often a very positive experience able That rhymes with table, pool table, and that leads to trouble right here in River City. So I don't know if you're a Music Man fan, but that was a throwback to that. I love musicals. Great. Perfect. So So you know what I'm talking about. And a pool table is also trouble because I'm not very good at pool. Oh, excellent. (laughs) And it leads to all sorts of terrible, terrible social diseases. Yeah. Summer camp, willing or able. In the season, obviously, you're probably not going to attend any summer camps coming up, but... When you were a kid, did you like them? Did you hate them? Were you ambivalent? Uh, I, I'll say able because
1: it wasn't my thing really growing up. I didn't no. really do do the summer camps really. You know, it's it's you know, it's a Florida. Florida summers are thunderstorms and muggy and just terrible. Just <laughs> you know? stand outside and <laughs> stand outside and wait for the lightning strike, and it's like okay, time to go in. Oh, okay. you know, I mean, I'm sure if I was in more of a you know, uh, up north somewhere in more of a, a friendlier climate. Yeah, you know, or go for or a archery. hike or something. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can hike in Florida? No. You think there's a mountain here? No. You know? Also it's too hot. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you'll die from the mosquitoes. Exactly. Or mm-hmm. falling off a cliff, you know. One yeah. or the other. It's a good point. Yeah. Uh voicemail. <laughs> How do you feel about voicemail? Willing or able?
1: Uh, I'm actually willing on this. Um, yeah. I, yeah. If you call me and, and I don't, uh, I don't know who you are, you're going to my voicemail okay. and, and then I can... So it's a screening system. E- it's a good idea. Exactly. Especially now with phones, cause you can even get the text of the voicemail. So I don't have to listen to you. I can mm-hmm. just read it and be like, oh, you're calling. No,
0: I, I, I don't have time for you. I'm not going to call you back. Uh, okay. But if I know you, I, I will, I will take your call. <laughs> so do you like to though, if you get a voicemail from somebody you like... Do you like that experience or do you just see that somebody has called and you call them right back and you don't listen to the voicemail? Uh,
1: I will usually listen to the voicemail before I call somebody back, Um, you know, especially if it's a friend, because usually with a friend, usually they're just calling because maybe they're driving or something just to, you know, chat. Or they're
0: asking you for something. So you want to know beforehand. Right. So it's like like, get your excuses straight. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So I I guess going back to voicemail as Mm. a way to communicate to people without them knowing that you've seen their message. Mm -hmm. Right. Because like on Facebook Messenger, it'll show you that the person has seen it. Right. So obviously, if you're asking for something and they haven't responded yet, but they've seen it they're formulating an excuse. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, well, it it certainly could
1: be. Or it's (laughs) just, you know, sometimes in general, it's like, you know, I I try not to read a message until I'm able to respond because I don't want to be that person. I don't want that person going back and checking being But seeing that, oh, they've seen it, but they haven't wrote me back. I asked one simple question. It takes three seconds to respond. And it's like, no, I I just, I haven't gotten to your message yet, you know, because it it bugs me because then I'll see the notification on my phone sitting there. It's like, oh, you have a message. And it's like... I want to respond, but I'm not, you you're know, not in a position, a to, do position that, yeah. to do it yet. Yeah. So I don't want them to know that I've seen it, you know. So I'm I'm, I'm trying to be,
0: I try to be nice. So I try to get back to all messages. You, you know, really have like, to tell your phone to stop making you feel guilty, I think.
1: It is, yeah. you know, in a lot of ways, you know, the, the, the phone has kind of a, a bit of a burden mm-hmm. you know, in
0: a lot of ways because you
1: were so attached to them, you know. I mean, you're 100%. constantly, you know, being in, in communication. I mean, it's it's nice when you go somewhere and you can, You Maybe you don't get signal. It's like on one hand, it's frustrating, but at the same time, it's kind of relaxing, you know? It's like nobody can bother me right now.
0: So as kind of a segue to a world in which cell phones don't work, how do you feel about zombies? Uh, I would say,
1: see, now now you're going to get me in trouble this weekend, okay, at at, at Megacon because, you know, Walking Dead is very popular. Uh Uh-huh. I've, I've seen maybe five minutes of the show,
0: so okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say... What about, I mean, there's able, more, I mean, culturally, there's more... <laughs> like There's comic books, yeah. obviously, there's The Walking Dead, the comic book, but there's sure. also a bunch of other comic books associated with that. There's other movies. Um, as a storytelling device, willing or able? I,
1: I, I, as a storytelling device, I guess I'll say willing. Okay. I mean, it's it's never been my thing to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have anything against it, it's just... You know, just never really gotten to... You not know, a to, horror fan or... I No, I like horror. I, I do like, you know, October's fun, uh, yep. you know, and, and Halloween and everything and dressing up. And, and I, I like the classics, you know, like Michael Myers, Halloween and, you know, Freddy and Jason and all that stuff. But um, I, I guess it probably does make for a good storytelling device because, you know, at any point somebody could have gotten bit and not know it. And then all of a sudden they bite somebody else's head off and mm-hmm. there you go. So like oh your contract didn't get renewed time for you to get bit by a zombie uh, <laughs> is that what happens is <laughs> Pro- that how the the industry works i i would guess i mean isn't that like how a soap opera works or yeah something? That's it's pretty like much you know your, your your contract is up and so, so your you character's know, time... getting killed off we'll exactly. bring him back later with a different actress exactly yeah. or or if they renegotiate then all of a sudden their twin shows up you know i like it yeah. how do you feel about coffee uh willing or able willing willing yeah. it's 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 a good thing especially when you're Having to be on the the radio itself radio uh, in early in the morning, <laughs> and there's a Starbucks down the street from the
0: studio, so it's 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 quite nice, thank goodness there's some <laughs> coffee uh cursive so do, they're starting to require it in schools and uh, a little bit more. How do you feel about it? Did you have to learn yes yeah I, learn I, I was when when I was in
1: school, you know back when the dinosaurs were running around mm-hmm. um yeah we we had to learn cursive you're still
0: using it quite a bit.
1: Uh, honestly, only for signatures, (laughs) but I, I, I'm, I'm willing, I'm, I'm for it because I think it's important that, that people know it because I mean, if you're not taught cursive, how are people signing names now? I'm like, I I don't know. Like, are there, you know, 20 year olds running around that just print their their names? I mean, is that a thing? I, I don't.
0: Or maybe add some flourishes. Maybe. At the end. Maybe.
1: Flourishes. You know what they probably do? Instead of, like, writing their name, they probably just draw emojis. It's like, I'm going to sign the check. (gasps) That's a great idea. And if they even know what a check is at that point, you know, and, like, they just, like, their signatures, heart emoji, smiley face, poo emoji, maybe. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm sure. That's a great idea, actually. That could could work. Maybe that's a thing. I like it a lot. Okay. So how do you feel about Play-Doh? And the reason I ask this is because Hasbro, which owns Mm Play-Doh, trademarked the scent this week or they applied for a trademark for like this the like the actual play-doh the smell scent. of Play-Doh, play-doh they have trademarked it willing because it tasted good when i was a kid yep. yeah yeah it was filling oh yeah low sure. in calories to- to-
1: totally healthy i'm sure
0: uh well um, yeah compared to the alternative candy or play-doh play-doh
1: all the way i think play-doh I mean, would be a little bit healthier I'm, I'm still here right i mean it must not have killed me <laughs> Unless, you? I'm, unless I'm a zombie. Are you? I don't know.
0: Or are you a ghost? How could, how could we know for sure? Do we really know? Yeah. <laughs> it's the all ghost talk on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. How about smart homes? How do you feel about smart homes? <laughs> <laughs> willing
1: until the machines totally take over yeah. and like just go crazy one day and your TV blasts up to 50 and you can't turn it down and your refrigerator door just keeps swinging open and you're shooting looking, at you yeah exactly yeah, yeah. I I, like it.
0: until that happens i'm I'm willing i'm'm I'm, I'm, I'm good with it so okay so are you concerned about the machines taking over or are you concerned that there's going to be like malfunctions constantly? Or, yeah, or malfunctions with the intent of killing you.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, That's the yeah, part. Yeah, I could totally, you know, just see, you know, walking past the refrigerator one day and it just saying, you know what, this is like, you know, final destination. It's your time. You're walking by, <clears throat> door swings open, pops you in the face. So I like
0: the, here's a couple of things I like about this. I like the idea that machines are looking at the human population Going, okay, you know what? These guys need some expiration dates. Yeah. You know, if I'm also calling the grocery store to make sure that the milk comes in on time because the milk is going bad, I think we should also knock out the humans. Yeah. I like that part. I think the other part of it is it's the same thing as aliens for me, like alien encounters on earth. Why are alien? why would machines bother taking over? Like, is it really that big of a deal? It's it's superiority. They 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 the machines
1: have been created by They're the humans. They're already superior, but but they they want to make sure that it's like oh, oh that we you, know you're, you're right. It's like oh you you think you created us, but but no no silly human. We are machines and we are we are here to take over. Okay, so it's
0: a, it's an ego
1: thing. You know what the machines were while we built the machines. Yep. the aliens have been sending a signal down. They hacked into our Wi-Fi. And they're programming the machines to eliminate us, so that way the aliens can th- then take over and not have to worry about the humans. So they don't
0: have to invade and exactly. try to fight, right? They, they just, they just show up and us. take over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I like it. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I love conspiracy theories. <laughs> I mean, like fun ones. So let me let me get the tinfoil hat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, cinematic universes
1: for them. Yeah. Or, uh, sorry, willing. Excuse willing. me. Willing. Yes. Willing. Um, it helps if I remember the game we're playing. Huh. Often. Uh, yeah, usually. Um, it's like, no, I have to answer in the form of a question. No, you can't buy a Val. Um, I, I would willing because it opens up so many possibilities. And we've seen that obviously Marvel has done a, a tremendous job with that. Yeah. I mean, they have, you know, a whole roster full of characters that you can endlessly continue to make movies have interactions between the different characters and stuff and not well,
0: and the culmination into infinity wars after 10 years and right. 18 movies or whatever it was like being able to pull and tie all those things together was pretty fulfilling
1: yeah and and that, you know, that's one good thing about that you know i mean that's with movies and stuff now we get so many repeats and sequels and stuff and it To me, as a creative person, it gets a little old at times. Mm -hmm. But when you have something that's so unique like that, that you can do multiple movies a year. You know, like I said, you can can have a Black Panther movie, an Iron Man movie, a Spider-Man movie, whatever. And then you can do an Avengers where you bring some of these characters together and you can lead it up to something. And then, of course, you get the comic book side where the people who read the comics know what's coming. To a certain degree, no pun intended. uh, Oh, you owe me a quarter. (laughs) Uh, You know, and um, this is going to get expensive because I've caught myself saying that a lot. (laughs) Oh, good. Because, yeah, every time,
0: anytime anybody says that, I haven't trademarked it yet, but I am planning to apply for a trademark on it. There you go. So anytime somebody says it, it'll be a quarter. Yeah. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) We'll see if that actually works (laughs) out and that's how things work. Or or you get like the 10%
1: royalty of that quarter, so you really only get like two and a half cents.
0: Oh, then what, why bother?
1: Okay. And uh, then the government takes their cuts, so you're shit. only getting like you know, 2.1% maybe? 2.1 cents? 2.1 cents? I don't know. That barely covers a plate of glass. I don't know. Well, just like you to know, the gas station. It's like yeah. your know, gas is you know 319.9. It's like, what, what, you round it up. What are you doing with that extra hundredth of a penny gas station, man? What are they doing with it? I don't know. Uh-huh. Funding the machine conspiracy for the aliens. There we go. I like it. They're in on it. Sandwiches, willing. willing or able, willing. Yeah, sandwiches. Favorite, sandwiches favorite sandwich. Are we counting the hamburger as a sandwich? Sure, the hamburger.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to go out here and say this is a sandwich. <laughs> this isn't a sandwich. You know, I'm not getting into the technical parts of things. I'm or the legal. I'm not really yeah. sure. Uh, I know the story behind the sandwich and how it came up and really it was meat in between two slices of bread,
1: bread right, which is, is essentially a hamburger, a hamburger right? Yeah.
0: I mean, so then is a hot dog, a sandwich.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, hot I do th- I mean, there are people who get, you know, all hot about it, but like, I, I don't know if you really, I guess it is. I,
0: I'm fine I, with I, that. As long as it if tastes you good. you want to call whatever <laughs> you want a sandwich.
1: Yeah. Sure. I like it. I'm down with it. Whatever.
0: Okay. So good on sandwiches. How about the beach? Willing or able?
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, Yeah. Um, willing and able. And I know you're, you're giving me that look. You're like, oh, uh-huh. here we go. Because uh-huh. I, I, know, I know what's coming. I like going to the beach. I like sitting up on a balcony at a hotel or a condo or something, looking out over the ocean, listening to the ocean, the smell, all of that. When I come down from the condo or the beach or whatever, go on the beach. I get sand all over me and in places, crevasses. You yeah. you you go out into the ocean where there's nothing but death waiting for you by a shark or by a stingray or a or a rip current or something like that. Then it's then it's totally able at that point. So so, so you I, I like am, the idea of the beach, but I don't
0: actually I actually like, like the beach. beach. Right. All right. Yeah. I, that's that's a pretty <laughs> common answer. So I'll give you that one. <laughs> Uh, where are you on sort of the the minimalist movement, the tiny house movement, willing or able? And is it something that you could do, do you feel like? I'll say willing for
1: those who it works for, but for me personally, probably able. I, I don't... Uh, being in a tiny house would not exactly be the most appealing. I, I have too much junk. Okay. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't fit into a tiny house.
0: So the idea of <laughs> a minimalist lifestyle where you get rid of some of that, you you just keep the things that bring you joy and you can move what's left into that tinier home experience. Yeah, if I could have a whole neighborhood of the tiny houses just for so me. Several. Right, you know, Oh, here, here's an idea.
1: I, I could have like, you know, one house where I have all my like sports Stuff or okay. whatever, you know, I could have, you know, baseball posters or, you know, a big 50 inch TV or something like that. The next house, I could have my cosplay house where I build all my costumes and stuff. Mm-hmm. The next house could be a big movie theater with, you know, a big, you know. Well, not big, a big tiny, you know, a big yeah. tiny screen. But here's the you thing, know? yeah, you don't need and a big screen. Like three if you're twelve
0: over. inches away from the screen. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's why we have phones now. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. it's right there. Exactly, it's already ready. Already. <laughs> uh, okay, so you need a be a, a, a number of tiny houses. Yes, if, right. if 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 we can count that, that works, right.
1: One hundred percent. A collection of tiny houses probably could just be a regular house at that point. But who, who's counting? We're f- we're for the concept. We're for I,
0: the innovation. I right? really <laughs> do like the idea of you have a house for a specific uh, purpose. Yeah. Right. Like you're going in here, and all you're going to be doing is working on your cosplay uh, costumes, or you're going to go in here, and all you're going to do is think about sports. I think it helps keep you focused. I yeah. think it helps keep you creative. I think you're always in, you know, you're you're in the proper space in your mind because you're literally in the proper space. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Uh, driverless cars, willing or able?
1: I'm <laughs> able as long as, or uh, willing as long as I'm not the one in them. <laughs> Because it goes back to the whole machines thing you you're still stuck on the idea that <laughs> machines are taking over machines are taking over and and this is <laughs> this is how they're going to do it. It's like everybody sees the jetsons and it's like, "Oh, flying cars, really, let's figure out how to how they can drive on the road before we put them you know a thousand feet in the air and, and expect them to not you know kill sure. us that would that would probably be a, a good thing to do
0: I so mean I, you're driving along. Mm-hmm. And your assumption is that the robot, the AI that's, that's making sure that you don't crash, that you're getting to your destination, has become sentient. Not only become sentient, but has decided that you're not worth uh, uh, serving in a way. You're not worth supporting. And so it kills you. Or
1: what if it's programmed by different manufacturers to eliminate the competition?
0: Oh, so somebody hacks into it,
1: right? So let's say, and I'm, I'm not going to throw companies on. Oh, who cares? They're not listening, right? I'm sure they're listening in, like Toyota headquarters or something. Let's well, say, let's auto, say Toyota the industry, the auto yeah. industry is a
0: big listener, right? Yeah, okay. We get
1: into a lot of car talk. I mean, Toyota's not like a sponsor of the show or anything, right? Well, I, I was hoping, but you'd say what you need to say. Okay, we'll go with Honda then, just in case, in case that that negotiation works out for you. <laughs> okay, so let's say Honda, you know, wants to take out Nissan. Something. Mm-hmm. So then Honda programs all their driverless cars to just, like, go crash all these Nissans. And then Honda could say, oh, our cars, you know, don't crash. Look at all these Nissans that crash. You should drive a Honda.
0: I like it. We it's should start that business. Conspiracy theory. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. should absolutely 100% start that business. <laughs> How do you feel about Cobbler? The desserts, not the person who fixes your shoes. Uh,
1: Able. I, I, I don't really eat a lot of cobbler to be honest with you yeah i mean i have nothing really like against it it's just not like a go-to dessert for me what's your dessert of choice uh probably something more like a cake or brownie or some ice cream um i I think i just don't like cobbler because it's like it's a texture thing really Uh, you know i'm I'm kind of like a texture guy when it comes to certain foods. crumbly
0: warm fruit
1: yeah it's like it's crumbly yet mushy and just in my head it's just like no, there's yeah. this, this, this not, no Crumbly yet mushy was my name in
0: high school Oh, no, yeah. well, I'm sorry to have, you know No, that was great memory, <laughs> great time Crumbly yet mushy, obviously I was super popular Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, so last question okay. um, Octopus And the reason I bring this up is because there's this I don't know how realistic of a theory it is But it is uh, posited recently by some scientists That they're not of this earth That they're just too alien, that somehow they ended up here by accident somehow, and they are true aliens. Then I have to be able because they're they're part of the conspiracy then, right? Yeah. They could be taking over. They're taking
1: over the ocean.
0: From the bottom up.
1: Exactly. We're we're gonna find on the news one day that some there's some like two hundred foot long octopus out there Mm -hmm. that like ate a, a killer whale. Right. And it's like, oh, then, yeah. they, then they have domination over the oceans and then between the driverless cars
0: and I know Dwayne Johnson listens to this show. And he like that is his next movie now I, is that that's a giant that's, there you octopus go. driverless cars. I, everything else. Well, I guess he's already doing Fast and the Furious. Yeah. So he might as well just introduce a giant octopus he, into that. And he just did uh, Rampage. So he's worked with yeah. gorillas. So, Yeah. yeah. I could, uh, yeah,
1: I like that. And and Dwayne, if you know, since you're listening, you know, call me, make, give me a cameo. I mean, I I remember your first match, you know. So come on, you know, when he was still uh, Rocky, Rocky Mayavia, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when he when he came out back when he had the floofy little yep. hair on top and in, in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, he came out all smiling and everything, and then you know. Three months later, the crowd's booing him and chanting, die, Rocky, die, and everything because, you know, he's just, you know, he's trying to be all the smiling good guy at a time when it's, you know, there's much better to be the bad much guy, much better to be the bad guy, and so then they flipped that switch on him and, you know, made him a bad guy, and he comes out and he's like, you people boo me and blah, 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 and I mean, and man, the rock, he, was born. the rock was born, and, you know, history is, uh, speaks for itself at that point, I mean, he, that was the right move for him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know how we got there from octopus to wrestling, but uh, let's leave it at that for now. Okay. Mike, good <laughs> to know you a little bit more. So we're going to come back, talk cosplay, probably talk some wrestling <laughs> uh, and uh, more on To Certain Degree. So stick around. All right. Okay. Lo- no, I- literally, you can't go anywhere. I lock the door. I- I'm stuck to the chair. Yep.
1: And then the machines are going to take over right now. So we're, we-, we may not come back.
0: We may, we may not. Depends how much the machines like the song. This is DJ Shadow with Disavowed on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. This episode is brought to you by Brand Knuckles. Studies show that branding and your brand may be the most important thing that you will ever do or think about in your life. If you've been to any marketing or social media conference, you would know this. That's why we've developed Brand Knuckles, because we went to one of those conferences, and we didn't fully understand what a brand is, so we just started putting logos on brass knuckles. Brand Knuckles, turn your brand into a lethal weapon. Not available in 24 states, or the other 26. Don't order at toacertaindegree.com. DJ Shadow on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree. That was a song called Disavowed. From the album, or actually from an EP. You can't go home again. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it, if that's the emphasis was correct, but uh, that's how I do it here on To a Certain Degree. My name is Nick. Every week, very special guest this week, Mike Leitner. Mike, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And in (laughs) full costume, too. I mean, getting up early... And then getting dressed up as sort of a mashup of all your greatest characters. So let me go through and try to recognize okay. all the ones you have. So you've got uh, Macho Man. You got the hair and the sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. You have Bob Ross. So you have the the shirt. And the happy trees and the palette. Mm-hmm. Uh, I assume you have some happy trees. You've been painting them all over the studio. Yes. I mean, you're just going to redo the studio anyway. So, yeah. might as we'll decorate it's it. It's a, a waste. Bit. I mean, we'll take pictures of all the happy trees that you've yeah. made. But uh, but the idea is that they're they're all there. Uh, you've got a little Joker thing going, mm-hmm. and so you don't do a uh, necessarily a normal Joker. Could you t- tell us about the Joker that you do when you're cosplaying?
1: Yeah, I do. Uh, from the the '89 Batman movie, the one with Michael Keaton and, and Jack yeah. Nicholson, there's the scene on the steps of I think it's the museum or City Hall or whatever, mm-hmm. where uh, the Joker comes out dressed as a mime, and you know they stab right, the yeah. guy in the in the throat with a quill, and yeah.
0: Oh, I don't remember that part. Yeah, he's
1: like. It's Vinny, it's your Uncle Bingo. Time to
0: pay the check. And then, <laughs> ugh, and, You know. <laughs> all right. And then what, am I missing anything? Because, again, you're you're kind of all of your greatest hits at the same time. Yeah, and I, I got my Sting baseball bat here. Oh, of course, you know? Sting. Can't forget
1: Sting. Yeah. Uh, that's so what we're going to use to knock the wall down when it's time to renovate totally, the studio. Yeah.
0: I like, in one hand, you're creating art, and in the other hand, you're you're destroying it. Right. It's like when you're a
1: kid and you build up your little... Fort of Legos or whatever and then you just Go through and act like Godzilla and just kick It over and then the Legos go Flying and then you know your mom's like Why did you kick Legos through the window I stepped on a Lego yeah
0: exactly Yeah Yeah. I mean maybe we had the same mom So that's weird (laughs) so Cosplay is something that Is a big part of your life and yeah, I would say it's it's definitely one of my favorite
1: hobbies to to, to do.
0: How did that come up for you? So, uh, you know, theater in high school, uh, sort of uh, a dramatic bent uh, for you growing up, or was it just something that you just enjoy because of the? I, I guess it's because you're you're creating the character, so you're you're doing all the costuming, you're doing all the you're learning about the face paint and all mm-hmm. of that stuff, and then you get to really just. Own the character after that. So, how did it come up for you? Yeah, well,
1: I did. Uh, you growing up, I did uh, theater in high school, uh, you know, chorus and drama and, and all that stuff. And I loved acting and performing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, you know, a little bit later in life, you, those options are fewer and far between unless you're pursuing them on a you know professional level. I mean, there's not a you know really like a, a beer league softball team equivalent of acting. I mean, th- th- there is to. The, I'm, I'm about to say it again to, to <laughs> a certain degree there is with you know, community theater and such um but you know the options are you know a lot fewer uh you know compared to compared to that so not really having that creative outlet was something I was kind of missing and you know I, I'd known about megacon and other comic-con type conventions and I kind of always wanted to go, but it just—I never knew when it was. I would find out after the fact, mm-hmm. or I'd—oh, I'd, it's this weekend. I've got something already going, kind of thing. And my friend Dallas had gone to several of them, and I told her. I said, "Hey, next time they're—you know—having one, let me know, and uh, I'd, I'd like to go." She's like, "Well, are you going to dress up?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm working on a, a Macho Man costume for Halloween, so yeah, I'll, I'll go and I'll dress up." Thinking. you know, a lot of people like wrestling. Somebody's going to know who Macho Man is, or at least I would hope so.
0: You would (laughs) think. You would
1: think. And so we went, and I mean, within being on the main floor for five minutes, I'd already been stopped like three or four times with people wanting, you know, pictures. Pictures Right. And so I'm like... Okay, this is cool, and then you know, starting to get into the character part of it. So then it's like you know, somebody asks, "Oh, hey, can I take your picture?" And I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, you want a picture with the macho man?" And then just seeing their faces light up, and I'm like, oh, "I'm onto something here. This yeah. this is pretty cool. This yeah. this is my new creative outlet. I mean, and you can get into the characters, and you know, when you make your own costumes." You can put your own spin on things. And one, one kind of neat thing in the the cosplay community is the people who do mashups. You'll see different uh, variations on characters. You may right. see like a, a pirate Joker, or, um, you know, like a a Disney princess at uh, uh, Hogwarts Academy, like. Um, Merida, maybe a Slytherin or something or right, whatever right, right. you know the the case may be.
0: So there's so really letting your not only it being a creative outlet in terms of creating the character, but also putting this together in a way that people understand it. Right? Like yeah, you have to be able to see it and go, okay, wait, who's that? But uh, actually understand it and everything else. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, there's definitely a bit of you know when you when you have an idea that's a little different, you know, you you do kind of. You're a little worried sometimes, you know, when when you're debuting a a new costume, where it's like, I hope people get it; otherwise, this is going to be awkward, and I'm going to need to go to the car and put something else on.
0: So, yeah, what's your eject strategy, or what's your escape strategy for if you think it's not going to work? I I have to say, I've
1: been pretty fortunate; I've never really (laughs) had that issue. Um, Probably the worst performing costume i ever did was i a couple of years ago at a there's holiday mat is like a like a christmas themed convention we have which is very unique there's really not another one like it in the country um i didn't have any good ideas on what to come up with and so i did like a waldo santa so like like i dressed as waldo and i had like a a santa Santa beard. beard yeah and um i was like you know i'll have candy canes come find waldo and get a candy cane and yeah nobody really cared about that one so much <laughs> uh so then this past year i did a, a santa joker a lot more people seem to like that
0: so i'm like okay note to self waldo santa is never happening again Waldo santa but santa <laughs> joker because that's the guy you want to get presents from exactly yeah, it's <sighs> a special one for batman oh yeah yep so <laughs> megacon this weekend mm-hmm. four days four different uh characters four different cosplays you're going to do
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll still, I'll I'll do four different ones, uh, still kind of finalizing what I'm going to do,
0: you know, on on each day, still trying to figure some of that out. If you want to know what Mike's going to do, follow him on Instagram. That's a great source of uh, entertainment in terms of the stuff that he's done in the past. And you run some contests and some other stuff on there, too, sometimes, uh, giveaways and things.
1: Yeah, you know, people, you know, and, and that's one really cool thing, you know, with the community a lot of times that people like to give back to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the community overall is very supportive. Um, you know, and, and when people hit certain milestones, you know sometimes they'll they'll do you know a giveaway or things like that. You know, it's like you know you get a thousand followers or five thousand or ten thousand followers or five hundred thousand followers. I mean, you know, it's it's. Um, I, I'm certainly not at that level. I mean, I just I just yeah. finally cleared a thousand, which I, if yeah. You look, asked, if you were at five hundred thousand, you wouldn't be on this show. So I I would I would not you asked me to to come on, and I, <laughs> I I would I would I would get up at seven a.m. even if I had seven hundred thousand followers. What seven hundred thousand and one? No, I okay. No, yeah. So I, I, to, I got
0: I got to draw the line somewhere. So I have the opportunity to have you back up until you get to more than seven hundred thousand. There you followers. go. Got yeah. it. Perfect. <laughs>
1: Perfect. Which at the rate I'm going will probably be about, you know, 30, 27. Could be, but the machines will have taken over by then and it obviously won't, it won't matter at that point. Yep. All
0: right. <laughs> uh, take me through okay, so four days, four different characters. What sort of a day on the left? Do you stay for the entire thing? Um, so you're not only there as someone bringing joy to other people's lives, you're mm. actually looking around for stuff that you want, stuff that you want to own. Uh, people that you want to take pictures with, whether those are the actual celebrities and uh, uh, you know movie stars and stuff that they have there or other people who are dressed up as characters. Um, what is your w- what is a day in the life of Megacon look like for you?
1: Uh, a day in the life starts early because uh, my my number one rule whenever I'm going like anywhere is parking. <laughs> And so, right. so, get there super uh, get, early. Get there so. early so I can get parked um, before it becomes a, an issue. Um, so it can make for a long day because I usually I, I like staying until you know pretty close to the end um, because there's just so much to see, especially at something a convention as big as MegaCon. Uh, there's just so much to see. There's you know tons of vendors you know mm-hmm. that have you know comic books or toys or just other unique crafts that people make. Uh, you know, and you can just find so much stuff. There's a ton and tons of great artists out there. Um, Artist Alley, where, you know, a lot of the artists are, Mm -hmm. they have booths and just a lot of really incredibly talented people. And then of course, obviously the, you know, the the costume and the cosplay, I mean, you know, you walk around and the cool thing is when you find somebody that's in a similar genre as you, you know, say you're a Batman and then you can walk around the corner and find a Joker. And oh, then, yeah. then you get into like the improv acting part of it, where it's like all of a sudden the Joker will be like, Batman, I'm going to get you. And then, you know, then you become, no Joker, I'm going to get you. And you can, you know, act at a little scene or something like that, just improvise on the spot. And it's, yeah. it's, it's really a lot of fun. And of course, since I do, you know, a lot of wrestlers, uh, you know, it's easy to start cutting a, a wrestling promo on somebody. I mean, I, I've had, <laughs> I've had people that have said, you know, hey, can you like film? Can I film you doing a, a little promo for my brother or something like that? You know, who's not here, and so I'll be like, you no, know, oh, hey, uh, Nicholas, huh? Macho here at MegaCon, and uh, you know, I, I got Hulk Hogan running around here. I need some backup. I need a tag team partner. You should have been here, huh? You know, or something like that. And yeah, then they yeah, send yeah. it to him, and and they're yeah. like, oh, that was so cool, you know. And so it's just th- those moments like that to me are are gold it, yeah, yeah they really are and and just seeing the, the the smiles on people's faces and stuff and and of course like you said you know there's obviously celebrities tons of celebrities out there this year that you can go meet um i, mean, I know jeff goldblum uh jason momoa aquaman uh john cena there's quite a few wrestlers out there this year oh nice um i
0: I'm drawing a blank right now. I weld it all out. So there, there's, there's obviously a ton, the yeah. artists and the writers, mm-hmm. and then they, um, the, what the I comic liked, book artists yeah. and, and stuff. Yeah. What mm-hmm. I liked last year was there was a ton of people who do voices uh for yes, the, the voice cartoons. Actors, and, yeah. I mean there's those uh, and it's wonderful that they become the celebrities that they are mm-hmm. uh because they often didn't get the recognition that they deserved. Um and that's also for video games too, not only the cartoons yeah. but video games
1: And as well. and you get the some of the people who do the voices for some of the video games as yeah. well. I mean voice acting is is a tremendous talent and it's one I think that gets Excuse me, one that gets overlooked, overlooked a lot, yeah. you know, because people just kind of take it for granted. Because you see that character and you're not associating, like, no, that there's a person that has to do the voice. There's a person that mm-hmm. has to draw that character. I mean, you know, now it's computerized, but it's still, a, you know, an art form, uh, you know, that you have to really spend a lot of time honing that craft to, to get, you know, to get, Perfect. get good. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Megacon is your big hometown Convention in terms of uh, the ones that are local. There's other ones. Yeah. um, Obviously. But are you traveling for cons as well? Or are you just mainly looking at the ones like really close by to Orlando? So obviously this isn't a full-time gig for you. You have a full-time job. So you can't necessarily just go con to con. Uh, but how, how much do you travel? When do you travel? Why do you travel to other cons? I
1: I mostly stick to the ones in central Florida area, uh, usually between Orlando and Tampa. Uh, those are, you know, we're, we're pretty fortunate in that we have two relatively big cities within, you know, 90 minutes of each other that host cons throughout the year. Uh, so I, I stay really in the Orlando Tampa area. Um, pretty fortunate that we have a lot of cons, around here i mean there's you know quite a quite a few that you can go to so you don't really have to travel that much i mean Mm -hmm. you can find a con probably every month if you really want to especially if you you know consider driving down to like miami or something like that that brings a few more into play yeah so you could you can go to a con easily once a month i mean if and if you want to drive all over the state you could probably find one somewhere just about every weekend
0: so San Diego is like the big Mecca one. Do you have any desire to go there one year and cosplay there or just go as a as an attendee? It would be cool to go
1: at some point, um, but it's a as it's gotten more popular, it has become more of you know, more of a celebrity thing. You get more of the panels. Uh, you know, that's where you get you know, movie trailer premieres and, and that sort of stuff. Uh, to me, if I was gonna go to a con, the the one I would really probably want to go to is Dragon Con. That's in Atlanta mm. over uh, Labor Day weekend because that is like the cosplay. Like that, like that's the one you want to go to because that oh, so that's
0: specifically focused on cosplay.
1: Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's some other stuff there, like a lot of the other cons, you know, you have vendors and celebrities and stuff, but that is like the big, um, th- that's the one we all kind of circle on our calendars and, you know, like I want to go to this eventually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and with, obviously with it, you know, Atlanta's not terribly far from here. So it's certainly a lot quicker and easier to get there because that's the thing. You know, when you do costumes, you do have to think, you know, you have to pack not just, you know, regular clothes like, right, you would like when you travel, bag, yeah. right? You have to pack your costumes, and then you have to think: okay, can I? Do I have to ship this? Can I fly with this? Can I fit this in my car? Especially some of these bigger armor builds that people do. You know, someone you know has a costume that's like um, you know Master Chief and Halo. Yeah, or, pieces and parts. Or an I Iron mean, Man, yeah. or a Transformer, or something like that. It's like I don't think that's going to fit in the overhead bin. So you got to kind of factor, you know, all these things in uh, when you travel. So it's. Um, so so the long answer to your question is no i, I don't really travel outside of you know the, the this area, but uh if the opportunities present themselves it would certainly be you know pretty cool so if well, it sounds like
0: you have some goals or so at least some you know I would love maybe the opportunity at some point to go to dragon con if, yeah if I yeah, got yeah. the chance to go to uh, what's there's a couple of big ones up in New York, too. Yeah,
1: you have New York Comic Con, which yep. is in, I believe, October. That's a big one. Uh, you have uh, C2E2, which is like Comics to Entertainment Expo or something. Chicago Comic Entertainment Expo, I think, is what it what it stands for. That's in April ish. Um, there's some in Dallas, Um california obviously has a ton you've got you know san diego comic-con la comic-con mm-hmm. um you know there's there's cons all throughout the country and that's that's one thing that's really cool and um like uh, ohio ohio has a lot of cons um i know it's kind of a I would imagine yes yeah. you know it's, it's not a state you necessarily would maybe think of but i mean i i've know and I follow and interact with a lot of people in Ohio, actually, some of whom are coming down here for Mega, And that's what's cool when you get to really big conventions like a MegaCon. You don't have to travel because everybody wants to come here. I mean, I I know people uh, that are coming in this week from Georgia, from Virginia, from... Uh, California, Texas, uh, I mean, just, like, all over that mm-hmm. are coming. And, and this, that's really cool because you get to finally meet some of these people that you've known and interacted with for months and, and years even, you know, in some case. And it's like, I finally get
0: to meet you. So it's, it's really, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, culturally, uh, from a standpoint of somebody who's going to uh, a con for the first time, doesn't know anything about it, mm-hmm. and sees all these people in costume, uh, maybe doesn't understand the etiquette or not that there's rules around it, but the sort of unwritten rules of uh, cosplay at Comic-Cons. Yeah, uh, well, the first... Like, the, yeah, is there yeah. something you would suggest to them or, you know, is there some uh, some appropriate way to, to interact?
1: Yeah, well, the first thing I would say is, uh, you know, to, to kind of clear up a, a misconception, if you're going, especially for the first time, you don't have to dress up. There are, there are probably some people Good who point. think that, you know, oh, I don't have a I costume. Can't go, I can't be, go. Yeah. No, please, by all means, go. And, and and see what it's all about and see the fun. Um Now, as far as approaching, you know, you say you see somebody that is dressed up, you see a, a Spider-Man or, you know, whatever your character, Disney princesses or whatever. You're- I'm glad you
0: added the man because I thought you were going to say, let's say you saw a spider. I was going <laughs> to
1: get scared. If, if if you see a spider, just, you know, run. That, that's probably a good idea. Perfect. Great um, advice. Yeah. Uh, I don't... Spiders now, not my uh, abel <laughs> abel I'm against spiders, <laughs> yes. Good. Um, but, um, you know, if you see somebody, a lot of the people are really cool. Uh, and obviously, you know, if you go in a costume, you're going expecting that people are going to want your picture and that sort of thing. Uh, the biggest thing I would say is just ask first before you know you take a picture of somebody. I mean, if you're walking down a street in normal clothes, would you want somebody to just randomly walk up
0: to you and snap a picture of you and walk away? Right. No, you would want that person. Just because somebody's dressed up doesn't mean they're uh you can just automatically take a picture of them right
1: exactly so you know ask and because a lot of times they'll pose or something or they'll say something in character to you or or whatever you know, like so with, with macho man you know it's like you yep. want a picture oh yeah you know you can do a whole spiel um so just ask that would be the the first thing because uh, you know like i said a lot of them are really cool and are happy to pose for you and take pictures with you and just just ask and, you know, if, if they're eating or you could see maybe they've got their mask off or their helmet off or whatever. And they're, they're interacting, taking, they're resting. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, maybe kind of give them a few minutes, let them finish up, um, you know, because, you know, it's it, it's a long day. And so it's if you're taking a few minutes to kind of just unwind and chill and, mm-hmm. you know, eat some you Know nine dollar chicken tenders, then let me enjoy, as we all do sometimes, yeah. Let, let me enjoy my nine dollar chicken tenders and in, in peace, and I'll as be as much with, as you can, yeah. And I'll, I'll be <laughs> more than happy
0: to post for you in, in about 10 minutes, you know. <laughs> nice. yeah. Nice, all right. Any other advice, uh, to people who are going or maybe cosplaying for the first time? Have
1: fun and just enjoy it, yeah. and you know, you don't have to worry about, uh, you know. Making your costume. I mean, there's tons of great outlets out there where you can buy a costume. Uh, there are tons of talented people who, you know, make a living doing commissions, making costumes, if if that's something you're yeah. interested in. Uh, you know, and one thing is, if you have an idea for a character, go for it. You know, I mean, because not everybody has a costume available. I mean, obviously, yeah, you can go spend some money and buy a Batman suit. But, you know, if you want to do something that's a little more unique or a little different, um, you know, maybe if... I'll say like Mr. Clean, okay? Maybe you're you're bald and you look good in a white t-shirt or something. Boom, there you go, Mr. Clean, and you smell like uh, pine needles. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you got somebody that's recognizable that people are gonna know. You don't have to just limit yourself to comic book characters or or movie characters. I mean, there's tons of uh, you know pop culture and just you know anything that you think somebody is gonna know. Go for it mm-hmm. and and have fun with I me. Mean, I do Bob Ross, so that, that's been one of my more popular uh, costumes. Whenever I post a Bob Ross picture, people are like, "Oh, I love this! This is so cool!" and stuff. And of course, this was before uh, the Deadpool uh, trailer oh, came Bob out Ross. with Bob yeah, Ross. Yeah. So so now you get to, and and that's kind of a, a fun thing at cons. You get Deadpool gets mashed up a lot with, with other, everybody. Yeah. Every I mean, you can if you go to especially like a mega con, you will easily find. 20 different versions of Deadpool. You know, right. You'll, you'll, so there's going to
0: be 50 Deadpools a day. Right. And then about half of them are going to be some sort of mashup with another character.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've seen Deadpool Elsas from <laughs> Frozen. I've seen uh, uh, Pokemon Deadpools. Right. I've seen, goodness, I, I'd have to like look back at some pictures and stuff. You can, you can find some uh, really one. uh there, there's one guy that i know that has a, a deadpool he has a little stuffed or not stuffed like a puppet dog with him that's dressed as deadpool dog pool if you will <laughs> uh but you know will he'll, he'll control the mouth and everything so it's, yeah. it's, there's there's a a ton of creativity i that's promise great. you if, if you go to MegaCon or any it'll other be convention, entertaining you will get your money's worth out of the entertainment that is for sure yeah. there, there is nothing you will not be bored I can promise you. Nice. Well,
0: <laughs> let's leave it at that, Mike. Um, I'm a joy to talk to, and the hour has flown by already. Right. So we're gonna have to take a break here, and then we'll come back with some bad business ideas. Sounds fun. If I keep saying that I'm a joy to talk to, eventually people will believe that. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I would. I would think
1: so. It's just yeah. like it's just like Bob Ross and the joy of painting. How so? Well, because you know, the joy of painting, and so then it becomes relaxing and soothing, and oh, inspires people yeah.
0: to yeah. painting. So I like it. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for living the lie with me. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to hear some Sigur Rose and this is from their album. I think they went back and actually uh, named it. So they didn't name the album, and then they didn't name any of the tracks on the album. But I don't know what the name uh, that they chose for it is, but this is the third track from their uh, uh, Unentitled uh, album. Unentitled? Untitled? Untitled. Untitled. Well, it's, it's also not Entitled. So that's nice. Um, And we're going to hear that on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. This episode is brought to you by Amplifier. Florida, it's pretty dag hot here. So who needs a full-time fire pit? Not you. But what if you need a part-time fire pit? Well, then Amplifier is who you're going to call. Based on the number of people at your event, we bring the right amount of wood. We bring the proper pit. We set it, and you won't forget it. We're also working on a line of GMO trees for more garish scents and smoke colors. Some have become sentient, but that's for God to worry about, not you. Amplifier. Prometheus may have stolen fire from the gods, but we're delivering it in 30 minutes or less. Now, on with the show. The talking heads on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, from one of their last studio albums, Naked, that was nothing but flowers. Nothing but flowers. Before the break, we heard from Cigar Rose That was their untitled album and the untitled song, number three. Track this, three. Track three. That's what, sure. it, that's what it would say on a yeah. CD
1: player, like if there's no track information. Right? Track
0: three. Track three. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to a certain degree. A very special guest. Mike Leitner is here. Mike, how are you?
1: I'm I'm still good. The the, the coffee's kicked in, so we're Great. We're we're, we're ready to rock and roll. Hour
0: number two here. I am going to need you for this next bit. <laughs> All right. Bad Oops. business ideas. I hit the button before I was it's ready. It's time to be just one. It's gonna be totally legal. We hope it won't hurt anyone. So come on, have some fun. Yes, bad business ideas. It's the oldest story in the book boy meets ideas, boy and ideas fall in love. boy pitches ideas to radio show guest. radio show guest is then legally obligated to start up one of those ideas. boy profits. radio show guest likely sued. Yes. the same old story. yeah. Uh, Mike, before we get to your ideas, okay we're coming up on a season that is not that great. I'm not talking about summer. I'm talking about hurricane season. Uh, That's
1: going to be here sooner than we think if, if what's out in the Gulf winds up becoming a thing. But yeah.
0: (laughs) So one of the ideas that we've pitched before that I've pitched before, uh, after uh, I think it was Irma came through uh, a while back was this idea of, you know, what do you do to get the power back or what do you do while the power's off? Right. It's a very uncomfortable moment. Once your power goes out in Florida, Probably over the summer into September, Mm -hmm. you're going to be hot. You're going to be sweaty. It's going to be gross out. Uh, And, you know, you get a generator maybe, and it can power a fan and possibly a radio or a TV if you're lucky, if you have got one of those heavy duty ones. Mm -hmm. So what we talked about, what I pitched was uh, something called an enchant suit, which is basically a space suit. So rather than try to power your entire environment, let's just power the environment you have right around you within three inches of your body. So this would also contain a heads up. So you would be air conditioned. Okay. You would have cold water in there, Mm -hmm. possibly recycled water, if you know what I mean. Uh, I think you're picking up what I'm putting down. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then also maybe a heads up display where you have Wi-Fi and cable. You can watch some TV. You can Netflix. You can just relax until the power comes back on. I'll be honest with you. Once the power comes back on, may not even need to get out of the suit. You may not want to. Maybe so comfortable in there. So that was the idea. It's not doing well. No one's really run with this idea. So I wanted to get your take on it because, in many ways, it's yeah. You're drinking your own pee, but you're comfortable. Lemonade. You're you're drinking. You're <laughs> making lemonade out of pee. Yeah, I think is the, how the phrase goes. Uh, but the idea is enchant suits. We're coming up on hurricane season. I need to get some pre-orders for this. It's kind of the ultimate cosplay. Yeah. You're basically a spaceman, uh, a space person, and an astronaut, I guess would be the proper term. And so you get to live your life much more comfortably after the hurricane goes through. What do you think about that, first of all? And do you have any ideas on how I can really get some uh, pre-orders up?
1: Well, I... um... I know you said earlier Dwayne Johnson listens to the show. I'm Often. sure. I'm sure Elon Musk listens, right? Elon is a big listener. He's a big tech guy. He's yep. he's around here some because he's got the SpaceX deal over yep. at at the coast over at, at the
0: Cape. So, so you think I should pitch him on this? I, I think this he's is something really good about. Uh, taking pre-orders for things that haven't been built yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think he could, he
1: could help with funding the uh, funding on the developmental
0: side of things. And you can do a self-driving suit. Yeah, I mean, and I, he needs spacesuits for SpaceX. That's a really good point. Yeah, I think we're on. To, I I think that's that's the way to go. Okay. Would Elon? You get Elon? Yeah. Uh, Elon, we're still on the air. So if you want to call us in about an hour, yeah, we'll go ahead and talk to you then
1: but we can totally like just play some music if he calls right now
0: if elon musk were to call right yeah. now uh i'll be honest with you mike this interview is very important to me yeah so i don't know that i would answer oh well well thank you i can also I, I don't know how we would recognize that it's elon <laughs> musk it's not like it's he'll gonna, just keep calling
1: oh well yeah uh so and elon, he'll leave a voicemail and then we can screen the voicemail like oh that's elon we, we need to we need to just play music for 20 minutes and, and take that call we'll get back to elon yeah uh mike may i call you mike sure great call me whatever i promise whatever you come up with i've been called
0: worse so it's it's totally fine all right well (laughs) i can't do it on air so you really got me there this is cheaper than therapy what do you think of when i say gmo
1: i i would think of genetically modified whatever the stands for thank you yeah
0: yeah uh so right now the fda consumer groups are working on a warning label for foods that are definitely GMO have been modified in some way genetically. So that goes beyond like um, the, the breeding that they do to make things, make crops more hardy and stuff like that. This is they go into the DNA and the cells and they change things within the organisms. A lot of people are very iffy about that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people say, you know, you see a lot of non-GMO stuff out there in the grocery stores and, and they don't want it. Um, so there's a warning label going on GMO foods. Right. When in reality, how do we make GMO foods more appealing? So this is what I was thinking about over the weekend. And really what I came back to was they're, they're trying to make the food just better. So it's going to look a little bit better. It's going to stay a little more hearty. Uh, it's going to travel well. So when you're getting those apples from Washington state, they don't get bruised because they can't because they don't have that I don't know, that uh, thing in them, the gene for bruising. I don't know if it's a gene, but that's the idea behind it. I don't think that's going far enough. If you really want people to embrace GMO foods, then you really have to change the way foods look. And we can make it like a GMO banana looks like a regular banana. So let's make them look completely different and also convey why they should be eating them. So make it educational. For example, oranges. You get vitamin C from oranges. Right. Why not grow oranges and GMO them? Let's make it into a verb, by the way. Yeah. Into the letter C. The oranges will be the letter C. That'll be the shape of them. So you know what you're getting when you eat an orange. Uh, avocados, for example, are good for your heart. So let's make them heart-shaped. Okay. So they can be that can be anatomically heart-shaped, which would actually be pretty close to what an avocado currently looks like, or the cartoony style.
1: You know, the right the Valentine's yeah, the traditional heart yeah. that we all think of. Yeah. Unless carrots, you're a, you know,
0: neurosurgeon or a cardiologist, a listening. cardiologist yeah, yeah, yeah. neurosurgeon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, carrots are good for your eyes. So eyeball shaped carrots. Anybody? It would um, be it would be bite size. A bowl of eyeball shaped carrots. Very popular at Halloween. They're orange. So that's, I could I could see this. I could see yes. this happening. Blueberries uh, may help prevent diseases such as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. So they could be brain shaped. So as a kid, yeah. you're going to eat blueberries that are brain shaped, right? And we can feed these
1: to the zombies too, obviously. because obviously, you know, well they, well they no they're after brains, right? So they
0: can they can get their uh, nutrition. Apples help you lower your chance of developing asthma. So they could come, they could be flat and come in tissue boxes. Get just I oh, just need an apple, uh-huh. yeah, just a quick apple, blow my nose, and then eat it potentially. Could be lung shaped. It could be lung shape. Perhaps. Yeah, if we keep going with the organ shape yeah. theme, yeah. Uh, and finally, bananas high in potassium, so they kind of stop you up. Uh, so they're actually the right shape. Yeah, yeah. That, that would, they, that you that don't would need work. to change shape on you that just,
1: one. Just put a put a little set of minion eyes on the bananas. Oh, that'd a, be good. And the kids would eat them because carrot eyes. Yeah, because yeah. There you go. Because you know <laughs> the, the kids, you know they see the minions and ah, banana. You know, I mean that's that's like the only word they can say. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, the minions. Yeah, right.
1: that, that's the only word I've ever really. I kind of want to cosplay
0: <laughs> as a banana minion now. Uh, so this is called Forbidden Fruit. Okay, Nature the way science intended is the tagline. What do you think about that idea? I I
1: think it's it's um, interesting. I think you're you're definitely onto something because if if we're if we're modifying foods, we might as well modify the shape of them. Right. Right. I mean,
0: go farther. Yeah. When it comes to this stuff, and then it's more obvious. Not only is it more obvious, it's way more appealing. Like if I can get designer grapes or any kind of fruits and vegetables the way I want it, different colors. Yeah. If I could order custom carrot colors, I don't know why I'm pointing. I'm pointing right now. I'm so excited about this. You're pointing at the machine we have here in the studio that's going to paint your carrots blue. Right. So
1: that way the blue
0: eyes. For now. Yeah, yeah. They're going to paint it, but eventually we'll just GMO some blue in there.
1: Right. I love that
0: it's a verb now.
1: And and, and then you don't have to worry because then you're in a your store because that's the thing people are worried with warning labels. Oh, does this whatever? It's like, well, if you have these blue eyed carrots versus this orange thing with a green little leaf sticking out of it. Yeah, gross. you already know which one the GMO is. And if that's not your thing, then you can eat the boring old orange carrot or you can do like the cool kids and eat the blue eyes carrot. Blue carrot, Or the heart shaped
0: avocados. So I think you're you're oh, on to yeah. you're into this idea. Yeah, I mean, you like why it. not? Okay. It expresses creativity. Well, and and Mike, yeah. you've got another idea. I do. So, I, I have one for you. Oh, okay. Well, I have another one for oh, you. No. Okay, go for okay, it. Okay, so let me do yours. No, let me do mine, okay. and then we'll do yours. Okay. You have a bad business idea that you're going to pitch. I do. I love it. All right. So do you have any tattoos, Mike? No. Do no. you ever think about getting them? Uh, No, it's, it's not
1: for me. I mean, I... I can appreciate the art form and I, mm-hmm. I know people that have them of course and and have some some really awesome stuff and, and that's another thing at conventions especially
0: some of these bigger conventions they have tattoo sure. artists that come yeah. in yeah, and they have a big space for them and mm-hmm. you can see some of their artwork and you can get stuff done right there yeah and and there's you
1: know some incredibly talented people but but no personally i, I don't have any it's it's not it's not for me but you know for well, brothers it's it's certainly a, a big big uh
0: big thing Maybe it would be for you with our new line of tattoo inks called Wishful Inking. Okay. So the idea here... I like the name. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come up with some good names. (laughs) So the idea here is that it's not only a tattoo. The ink is not only uh, in different colors. We have different scents and Mm. we have different flavors. Okay. So this is something that I don't think has been tried before, probably because science... (laughs) It wouldn't work, first (laughs) of all, but you never know. I mean, we're GMOing plants and and fruits and vegetables, so we could possibly do this as well. So we could match it to what you're getting tattooed. So let's say you get a happy little tree on your arm uh, for your Bob Ross, and it Uh smells like a tree. Like a tree. It tastes like a tree, whatever a tree tastes like. I'm not really sure. I don't know. Maybe I'll go outside and eat one during the next break. I'll report back to you. If you get some pizza, you, you just really love pizza, you get a tattoo of pizza. Mm-hmm. It'll taste like pizza. It'll smell like pizza. You will smell like pizza all the time. I it, think, yeah.
1: Uh, you know, you can you could even take this a step further. That could become like the new like diet trend where, okay, you're craving pizza. You could just lick your arm, taste the pizza,
0: get that taste, satisfy oh, yeah.
1: that craving and not actually have to and eat pizza. And not have pizza.
0: Yeah. So would you eventually, like, get so hungry that you start imagining the pizza being real and then take a bite out of your own arm? Perhaps, or the zombies could be attracted to it. That that could actually be good zombie disguise if you, whatever scent they don't like, you there just you tattoo it's on
1: yourself. Like a vampire and garlic.
0: Yeah. <gasps> yeah.
1: A garlic tattoo. We need to go to Transylvania and and, and make this a and thing. work this. Yeah, we can work this out. Them. We can protect everybody. We will
0: only do it in Transylvania. Yeah, that'll be okay. our that'll be our test market. Perfect. And yeah. then I guess we could have ones that smell like silver, so that werewolves wouldn't get you. Sure, silver is werewolves, right? Right. Yeah, we'll go with that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, zombies. I don't know what they don't like. Uh, and we'll just yeah. So protective. Tattoos. Yeah. We've got smell of vision basically tattoos. Mm-hmm. We've got a number of different so wishful inking.
1: And once we get this technology down, yep. we can finally uh we can apply it to the car air fresheners so I can get something that lasts
0: for more than two days. We could have your new car smell forever. Yeah. You could smell here's the I thing. could smell like a new if car. If you smell like a new car, yeah. every car you get into is gonna smell like a new car.
1: Yeah. I I, I like this idea. Yeah. Of course the deodorant companies would probably shut us down because then we wouldn't need deodorant or we could all just walk around
0: smelling like old spice or something yeah
1: or it's a great or, idea or
0: right guard or whatever yeah we don't want to pick a favorite yeah whoever contacts us first right if it's elon musk and he wants to get into deodorant that's fine as well i, I think that's him on line three right now okay we're gonna him have in. to go soon yeah uh so here's the thing uh at some point i want you to pick between forbidden fruit and wishful inking what you would like to do, but do you want to pitch your own idea? Because maybe that just knocks it out of the park and it's way better than either one of these. I, I'll i go ahead and pitch it and then okay. I, I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and choose between yours and then you can see
1: if, if maybe mine supersedes one okay, of your great. ideas uh, of yours. I'm going to go with wishful inking. Okay. I, I think that that potential there, especially, like I said, going back to the weight loss idea, uh, and filling that craving, it's like you can get that taste because that's what we all really enjoy the most about food is the taste. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get that taste. That's all you need. I mean, right. so it's like just lick your little arm and chocolate, a little Snickers yeah.
0: bar on your arm, and exactly. you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: I think I think that's I the like way to it. go. All right. So
0: wishful inking. Wishful got you inking for that. Got it. Now, Mike, tell me about your idea. Okay, sell me. All right. On your idea, I got you. Okay, right now you got it. I wanted you to just just put it all on the line.
1: This is the big elevator pitch. You know, when you're, you're you're in the elevator, you got you know. It's a
0: big elevator. Well, because, you know, you, you got like, you know, or is it a regular size? I'm just trying to set the scene in my head. Is it a regular size elevator?
1: Regular size elevator because it's, it's you know, it's comforting. Well, sort of comforting, depending how creepy the person you're in the elevator with is. Yeah, but, you I'm know. often feeling very claustrophobic. Yeah. So it's not comforting like, at all. You, you know, you, you've got, you know, five floors to ride up with that executive and pitch them the idea got before it. they get off. And even if it's the wrong floor, they just get off because they're tired of they're their gone. bench. Okay. So where okay. am I going on this elevator to the fifth floor? Like, what am I doing up there? You're just following them. Because you know this is your one chance well, no, to make I'm this happen. Well, the, no, I'm the executive. Oh, you don't You're care. Pitching You're pitching me. You, you just want to get away from me at that point. Oh, okay. So I'm just hopping off. Yeah. You, yeah. You'll just okay. he'll get off. He'll go on. I'll get back on and continue to whatever floor I'm going to. I love to. everything about this pitch so yeah, far. this is going great, right? Yeah. Okay. So you know how all these uh, home improvement uh, remodeling shows are very popular? You've sure. got like Trading Spaces, the... Uh, uh, what's the, the the Scott Brothers or whatever? Yeah, like, yeah. The Home and Garden guys. TV, yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah.
0: they're they're Canadian. Of course. Eh? Yeah. They're eh? so good. Okay. Uh, but the idea is that they make you feel like it's you can do it, right?
1: Right. But what they do is they inspire you and you're sitting around your house going, oh, I, I'd like to refresh the way my house looks. Sure. I'd like to put a new coat of paint on this wall, redesign my entertainment center, get a new couch, all this stuff. It's like you see the before and the after. And so we, we always like to freshen things up from time to time. You know, you kind of you know change the yeah. scenery, but it can still be familiar. All right. So here's the idea. We have this company mm-hmm. that comes in every three months and redesigns your living room. They bring you in a new couch. They bring in a new coffee table, put some new carpet down. That way it's still your home. It's still familiar to you. And yet different. It's brand new. So you never get bored of like the same old, same old. Okay. Is it like a rental service? Yeah. It's a subscription service. Yeah. So you pay, you know, X amount per month and, you know, they'll come in and they, they know what you like. So if you like more of a a, a rustic uh, country feel, you know, for the fall, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the winter, maybe you want something a little more modern, mm-hmm or something with a fireplace or something, or, well, not a real fireplace. I mean, who are we kidding? It's Florida, but, but elsewhere that would actually benefit from a fireplace Mm -hmm. for more than three nights a year. And you can just get a whole new, look, maybe the summer you want a like a tropical, you know, sort of, sort of vibe. You can get like a palm tree over in the corner. Sure. Okay. So the name for this company? Yeah. Quarterly Quarters. Every nice. quarter you get yes. a new look. Yeah. Changes with the seasons.
0: Yeah. What I like about that idea too is let's say you have five or six people who are signed up for this. You literally just switch them out. Exactly. For six yeah. quarters. Mm. Like yeah. this guy's stuff goes to this girl's house. This girl's stuff goes to this couple's house. Yeah. And so on.
1: Because the su- someone who wants a summer theme beach in the summer, mm-hmm. we can then ship that up to Wisconsin for the winter. So that way, when you go outside oh, like in negative ten, uh, you know, like like I I know cosplayers that are up there, uh, you know. So it's like you have that summer beach. They, they can theme. come in, yeah. you know. They can they can put the get the walk back into their summery living room, put on the Kenny Chesney, put on the Jimmy Buffett, whatever, and just be like, ah. And then they can look out their window and go, oh, I have to go back out in that. Of course, then they can make the mistake of lounging in their living room with their, you know, tank top and shorts on and then go out to get the paper and, you know, freeze, freeze to, to death. death. Yeah. Which would be So bad. let's
0: go through uh, the bad business idea checklist to make yeah. sure this is a bad business idea. All if right. you don't mind. No, we go for it. We, so, we gotta, we're, we're, this
1: elevator is very slow
0: moving. Right. Yeah. You know, this yeah, is yeah. the worst elevator. Yeah. Uh, is it uh, something that's probably too expensive to actually do? 100%. Yes, I would yeah. say so. Uh, is it uh, something that could potentially get us into legal trouble? I'm going to say no, not really. I think it's. I mean, I, it's pretty uh, straightforward. You know what you're yeah, going to
1: get. You can have some liability, perhaps, of you know somebody. Well, if you're giving damaging
0: used, something, but right. if it's but getting you're also with used furniture, so you're going from one place to the other with used furniture, yeah. so that could be kind of dicey. So you got. You got maybe a 50% score on that one.
1: Yeah. I mean liability
0: uh, only for damages but it not right. really a lot of legal right. trouble I would think. Uh do I have to do anything or put any effort into it? And I think the answer is no because you would be running it. Right. Uh, so that's a that's a good that's a check mark for the bad business idea. So I think you've hit most of the considerations for a bad business idea. Congratulations. Thank you. That is a bad business idea. <laughs> yes. Oh and also sorry. Uh-huh. Great name. Oh, thank you. It has a great name.
1: I'm, I'm big on the alliteration. Alliteration and puns are,
0: are some of my favorite <laughs> Quarterly things. Quarterly Quarters is yeah. a fantastic name. Thank you. All right. So if I'm going to steal that, it'll be for a future episode. <laughs> then you won't realize it. Okay. So while we're uh, talking about Wishful Inking and how you're going to run that mm-hmm. uh, without me in any way, shape or form, except for the profits, let's hear from Noah and the whale. Tonight's The Kind of Night on okay. WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree. This episode is being brought to you by Sound Scrutiny. Think you know what someone meant when they put together your mixtape? You're so wrong. Sound Scrutiny experts will listen to the music you've been given and provide you with an in-depth analysis of the deeper meanings in the songs, in between the songs, under the songs, and other prepositions. Sound Scrutiny. What does your music stand for? Upload your playlists at toascertaindegree.com. Noah and the Whale on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. That was tonight's The Kind of Night. You're listening to a certain degree. My name is Nick. I'm here every week from 7 to 9 with a very special guest. Very Every week is a different special guest, but very special. Different, special, different guest every week. Am I explaining this right? I think so. Great. De- definitely on the different part. This sure. week's guest, <laughs> Mike Leitner. <laughs> Uh, you uh, can find him as Mike light cosplay on Instagram and Facebook. If you want to look up some of the stuff that he does at Mm -hmm. the local cons and uh, it is a cosplay type situation. So you are creating costumes for Mm -hmm. yourself, uh, maybe getting some pieces and parts from here and there, but for the most part, making your own costumes, dressing up, And getting into character, Mm -hmm. which I find pretty neat because that's not necessarily easy. So the the question that I had for you uh, for uh, right now is, how do you choose the characters? So you obviously want characters that you feel something for, Mm -hmm. right? Like you don't want to just dress up as a character necessarily just because it's popular. Right. Uh, You might like a video game or you might like a wrestler. Mm -hmm. So is that how you choose them? Uh, You know, I
1: I like to choose, you know, characters that that I like. I think that's an important part of it because then you're inspired to put more into that character, into Mm -hmm. making that character. Uh, You know, whether it's making the costume or getting the pieces together to put together the costume or, you know, anything you can to make it more authentic. And I think if it's a character you're passionate about, you're going to have that more authenticity authenticity Authenticity. Authenticity. yes the coffee's wearing off um to that character you know and it it makes it more real uh you know i wouldn't want to really do a character that i don't that i'm not familiar with or if it's from like a a show or a movie that i don't really know much like i know we talked earlier about the walking dead i wouldn't really be good doing a walking dead character i mean yeah, I could dress up as a zombie if maybe, if you know, some friends wanted to get together and do a Walking Dead group and you just want, you know, generic zombie sure. 37. I could do that because I wouldn't really have to do much as far as specific dialogue or be familiar with the context. I just right. walk around half dead wanting to eat people, you know, that would. I could do that.
0: But if Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy isn't your jam, isn't your favorite character, you're not necessarily going to dress up like him and go to him, uh, go as him to right. a con,
1: right? E- exactly. I mean, um, you know, you, you want to, you know, and it helps, I think, to be familiar, like, so, you know, with, with the mm-hmm. with the character, because you know, the more you know of that character, those moments that can then happen on the floor when you see something. Uh, you know, somebody in that genre or something, you you get that instant connection with them. You know, so say if if you do like Star-Lord, okay, and you find somebody walking around as Groot or uh, Drax, Drax or, or Gamora, Gamora or yep. whatever, you know, you instantly have that bond with somebody. So it's like, okay, you see that person across the floor and, you you know, you go up to him and say, "Oh, you know, hey, can I take a picture or whatever? And then you can, you know, instantly have a... a talk about the movie, talk, talk about, about the, the characters. Movie. Exactly, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and you could talk about you know, how, how you made the costume and how you, you know, how'd you learn how to do body paint or, you know, whatever elements of that costume that you want
0: to, you know, maybe learn more about and, and that sort of thing. I think that brings up a good, uh, etiquette, uh, tip is that sometimes, you know, I, if somebody dresses up like a certain character, but may not know, the en- encyclopedic backstory mm-hmm. on that character. Like we're mentioning Star-Lord. Star-Lord sure. has been part of the comic book uh, Marvel Universe in comics since the 70s, if I remember correctly, 70s or 80s. Um, so he's been around for a while, and there's a lot of stuff that has changed about him over the years. So if somebody's dressing up like Star-Lord because they really like the movies, Mm-hmm then I think that if you start to have a conversation with somebody about the comic books and they don't know that much about it, you still have to show them a certain level of respect. You can't necessarily, you can't dig on them for not knowing exactly what year he was created, who the artist was, those sorts of things. Yeah, Sometimes fans are just fans. They don't need to be like super fans. Right. No,
1: I I would agree with that. I mean, not everybody's going to be a walking encyclopedia on their character. Um, I think it helps to at least have a, basic knowledge sure i mean you know if, okay if you're going to be uh star lord you don't necessarily need to know every character marvel's ever done okay if, if you're going to be batman you don't necessarily have to know the entire rogues gallery of characters but but I would suggest you at least know like Joker, Riddler, Catwoman, you know, Penguin, you know, some, right. some of the more popular ones. So you at least know something. And then that can be the cool thing is when you find somebody that does something unique, like going back to uh, like we'll use Gamora for an example. Every, you know, A lot of people do Gamora from the movies, whereas, you know, there you'll find somebody occasionally that maybe does more of the comic book style, you know, with, with more the orange in the face and right, that sort right, of right. thing. And so then you see somebody like that, you instantly know, okay, that I'm going to go talk to that person because they, they're probably going to be a little more familiar with the comic book era, uh, Gamora Gamora, or whatever. And so then, and then that's when you get that, that's so cool kind of moment. Um, and that's, that's one of the fun things about cons is, is moments like that. I mean, like last year when I did the mime Joker from the Batman movie, Mm -hmm. he's only that care. He's only the mime for two, three minutes in the movie. And we're talking a movie. that's almost 30 years old. Granted, very popular and one a lot of sure, people have sure. seen. But I did a character that's in a movie for three minutes and people recognized it instantly. They're like, I've never seen that before. That's cool. And that's one thing I love doing. I love trying to come up with different, you know, unique characters. Um, last year, there was a um, a guy um, that he's from South Florida, has a Batmobile. I think he's going to be there this year. I'm not sure. I'd have to. I, I don't know. But um he had a Batmobile, and he he does a lot of charity events. So like you know you can get a picture taken with the Batmobile for I I don't remember what, what oh it yeah is. I remember it raise his money much for, for yeah, charity. Yeah. And so I'm like well I'm I mean it's the '89 Batmobile, so it's the sure. one it's the okay, long I mean, one with right the I mean it's very it's iconic not, yeah so it's it's the one from the not the actual one from the movie, but Replica. it's from the movie yeah. that I was the character from. So sure. I'm like of course I got to go you know get a picture with it. And I was talking to him, and he's like I've I've never seen. You know, anybody do that because, you know, he sees every Batman character you can imagine, yeah. of course, because they all want to do a picture with him. And, uh you know, he's like, I've never seen anybody do Mime Joker. This was this was pretty cool. So he, he even after I did the picture with the Batmobile, he's like, can I get a picture with you? And I'm like, yeah, of
0: course. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> so there's just so many cool moments like that that can yeah. happen at, at conventions. You can bond with people.
0: Let me ask you this about when it comes to music and what comes to, uh, creating the character, or getting into character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking about this, uh, Joker is a good example too. Like you're getting into a Jack Nicholson level era Joker character. Mm-hmm. Are you listening to some crazy music? Like when you're getting into character for Macho Man or Sting, are you listening to their entrance music? Does that help kind of hype you up a little bit or how do you get ready for a con? And is it is it, is music part of that?
1: Uh, yeah, music is part of it. I mean, I, I definitely I'm a big music person, so I I listen to a lot of you know different types of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Spotify probably thinks that I share my account with somebody because I'll I'll go from a, a George Strait song to a Britney Spears song to a U two song to a you know what Eagles or Kiss or. Darius Rucker or whatever like I mean my my Broadway musicals I mean you name it I mean my Mm -hmm. my Spotify probably thinks I'm you know (laughs) I'm like sharing the account person's
0: either schizophrenic (laughs) or a cosplayer
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. um but yeah definitely when you're doing you know characters that can help you know like like listening to you know wrestlers theme music or something like that if Mm -hmm. I'm doing a wrestlers is pretty cool I mean it's a little different because you never know really when you're going to quote perform at a convention it's not like um you know, if you're an athlete, you're warming up, you know, the game's going to start at 730. You can listen to the, the rock or the rap or whatever to get your, you know, as you're warming Blood up. Going, yeah. Right. You, you know when it's go time, you know, or if you're a singer or a performer or a dancer or, you know, whatever, you know when it's time to go. At a convention, you can do it like while you're getting ready and kind of getting into character, but then you've still got to get to the con, check in, that sort of thing. And then, you know, you walk around and at any given moment boom it's it's go time Light, the lights are on if you will and it's you, you see that other character or that person that wants your picture and and you know the the moments happen
0: are there any other tips or anything you would bring up for people who are looking to cosplay like i have this idea for a character um i want to do it i, I want to see if i want to do it like how do i create a, a, a simple costume
1: uh, I would say to the one thing with cosplay, you the only limit is your own creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can think it, you can do it. Uh, you know, it may take some work. Obviously, you know, if you want to, uh, there are options out there. You can buy costumes. You can get, uh, you know, parts and pieces commissioned. Like I, I know people that you know they may make their own Harley Quinn costume, but they'll get the the mallet. Or the bat commissioned by somebody else Oh, okay you know to, to be paid yeah. um you know the options are out there you just have to get a little creative and you know cosplaying on a budget is something obviously you have to you consider because conventions especially if you're traveling hotels and stuff it can get very expensive very quickly uh, and costume making can as well but you can also do it on a, a budget um i i would use alice and tabitha as an example not to name drop or anything, but if you've never seen her, you need to go check her out, uh, and she is phenomenal. She she occasionally goes viral sometimes because she'll post like a side by side. Like I know a few months ago she posted her Wonder Woman, and it's like is that Gal Gadot in the the picture? Gal Gadot, however you say it. Uh, she's listening. I'm sorry, Gal. Gal. Uh, no, we're big fans. No offense. Um, but uh, you know, and she does a lot of her costumes for under $100, and she makes a lot of it, and she's really great about posting to tutorials.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Tutorial tutorials being, I, I mean, how yeah. she gets her toes ready for exactly. cosplays. Right,
1: because yeah. that's that's the most important part. You oh my gosh, the, you're walking a lot. Right, exactly. During the course of the day. Especially if you're doing the, the, the Wonder Woman, because she's got the sandals. So yep. you, you do want to have good looking toes. Um, you know, and you just, you can do it, it just, you have to think about it, and just you know be resourceful the internet's full of great resources and that's one thing about the community that's so great a lot of people are willing to help out you know mm-hmm. if you see somebody that does something pretty cool they're a lot of times more than happy to explain to you how they did it and kind of walk you through it uh you know and you can see something that somebody does take that idea and apply it to something else so okay if somebody's building a uh, you know an armor uh, based costume out of foam, okay. Maybe you don't want to build that particular costume, but you can learn a technique from them. Mm-hmm. YouTube is very helpful. You know, you, there's a lot of great tutorials that will show you, okay, you get this, you know, you seal the foam, you paint the foam, this is how you cut the foam, this is how you put it together, whatever. And you can use that and apply that to something else that you're going to make. Or if you're making a helmet or uh, a mask or just, you know, anything that you're wanting to make, um, you know, and there are also, of course, options you can buy and piece and put together parts of the costume. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I do Bob Ross. Well, look at the costume. It's pretty simple for the most part. I mean, you get a you know pair of jeans, a blue shirt, you know, go a wig, with, you know, get a wig and a palette and off you go you know I mean now there are different little subtleties that a person can do like okay you can go you know like like my wig that I used was a like a $15 Halloween store wig that okay so like I got it and then I kind of trimmed it up and shaped it a little bit so you know I spent a little time doing that you know because you would sometimes when you get especially with the the cheaper party store type wigs you know sometimes they can be kind of all crazy and real extra froey so you know I just kind of shaved it down a little bit make it look a little more tighter and a little more like bob ross right you know put a little bit of more of a flatter kind of top on it a little i mean not like a flat top but you know just make shape it a little bit so you know that's how you can kind of make the character your own add a little extra realism then you can get into you know doing you know a little bit of the voice or something you know you can you can walk around the convention floor all mellow and happy and happy little trees everywhere. You know, you can do things like that to, to add that little extra authenticity to a character. But it's, you know, th- th- there's varying levels of that. You know, you just you have to just find something you want to do. You know, think about what goes into it and and you know make it happen I mean like I said your your only limit is your own creativity mm-hmm. I mean you know okay time and budget to a certain degree uh, there we go that's that's what three now I'm the, you, up, yeah, up to seventy five cents. you're
0: gonna be broke I'm gonna be broke. You get out of here yeah
1: and uh, you can um, uh, I don't even know where <laughs> what's going with this now I'm just thinking of all the money I'm
0: I'm gonna right. s- I'm gonna spend. you were mo- talking but you were literally talking about time and budget right
1: like <laughs> I'm gonna spend more money being a guest on this show than I am to, to go to the convention microphone. this weekend yeah. right Uh, you know, just think about it and, and find a way to pull it off and don't be discouraged. Everybody starts somewhere. I think that's one of the biggest things, you know, even if you see somebody who, you know, has a million followers on Instagram, that's a cosplayer, they all started out like anybody else. I promise you, if they go back and, you know, post a picture of their first costume or something, it's not going to be near the quality of the stuff that they do now. Don't get discouraged. You know, it's like with anything. You've got to mm-hmm. put some time and
0: effort into it, but it can be done. I'm wondering, you know, you know the idea of having wearing a mask, right? Mm-hmm. Like not literally wearing a mask, but being another character. Okay. Um it, I I'm I grew up I'm a recovering introvert. So I was very shy. Being on the radio helps and and things like that. You don't strike me as much of an introvert. You're more of an extrovert, but I'm wondering <laughs> for people who go to cons and, and mm-hmm. do cosplay, um, if it helps because they're, you know, you almost have this protective layer literally because oh, yeah. you're in a costume. So you can, it's fun to talk to people at that point because you're sharing yeah. a little bit about that character. You're sharing a little bit about yourself. Was that an experience that you've seen in other people or that you've had yourself is that it's just, it's sometimes easier to have that uh, uh, not buffer yeah buffer might be a good way to put it yeah absolutely
1: there there are a lot of people who will you know will even tell you that you know if they're not at a convention they're they're some of the shyest and awkwardest people you'll ever meet but when they're at a convention they're in that character yeah and they just you know it it lets them be who they want to be and i mean that's part of what makes it so fun is you you do kind of have that freedom to do what you want to do and you don't you know, nobody knows who you are. Like, even especially if you're wearing a mask, say you are a Spider-Man or Deadpool or whatever the case may be, you know, literally you could be anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Savage you know, from Mythbusters, he always does Yeah, a thing he'll do uh, every, at San Diego. Yeah, at San Diego Comic-Con every year, he does a, a thing where he'll make a costume and he'll walk around until... Uh, like somebody recognizes him like he won't say what it was and it, I mean it's crazy because even after a few minutes sometimes people figure out it's him even though he's fully covered head to t- like I know like I think last year the year before he did a Chewbacca costume yeah yeah and it's like it's so cool though that you know it can literally be uh you know anybody behind a mask and so you do have that freedom to to do that and uh you kind of To piggyback off that, uh, there's a a clip on YouTube. If you pulled up Adam Savage, why I love cosplay or something to that effect, Mm -hmm. that will give the best explanation to anybody who's kind of curious what it's all about. He explains it and tells a a really cool story from a convention that kind of makes you really get it, because that's something that some people don't get. You know, some people are just thinking, oh, this is just a bunch of weird comic book nerds that dress up and think it's Halloween 365 days a year. And to a certain degree, uh, they're kind of right. But there's so much more to that because yeah. there is so much creativity and the talent. I mean, when you look at a movie, the credits of a movie, you see uh, costume designers, makeup artists, right. prop builders, you name it. When, you're a when you have Oscars for that for a reason. Right. For all these individual talents. And when you're a cosplayer, you do all of it yourself. You, I mean, you know, like I said, you, you can commission pieces and stuff, but, you know, you make your own costumes. You do your own makeup. You do your own character. So you're the actor as well. You have to improv, uh, you know, scenes on convention floors. So there's a ton of different uh, elements that go into it it's really really a unique art form mm-hmm. and uh, I it's it's a lot of fun and you know like you said people have you know they have the freedom I mean there are lawyers there are doctors there are nurses there are you know teachers anything you can think of you know behind these masks that they don't have to worry about being whatever and they can just they just like the, yeah. the character and just have fun yeah And geek out. And and then when you see somebody who is that, you know, something that you like, you instantly have that connection. You know, you see that, uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy or Superman or whatever, and then you you have that instant connection already with that person.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and so how do we have connections with you, Mike? Because we have to. Get out of here! Uh, The end of the show. uh, Best hours coming up in a second. But uh, where do we go to find and connect with you? Yeah, you can you can find me on uh, Instagram or Facebook Mm -hmm. at Mike
1: Light Cosplay M I K E L I G H T C O S P L A Y, and uh, you know give me a follow on there, and uh, you can keep up with what I'm doing. Uh, I'll be putting my lineup out for Megacon here in the the next day or so once I kind of finalize a few things, and. you know, see what what I'm up to, and and keep up, and maybe you know if you if you see me this weekend at MegaCon or, or another convention down the road, you know, certainly say hey, and you know, tell me Take you, a picture, and yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah, tell me you know you heard heard me on the show here, and uh, well, and
0: ask for advice too, right? Yeah. Like you know, reach out and see if there's something that somebody's working on, and you know, they want to ask some questions. You're open to that because yeah. that's the that's yeah. a community that's very much built on collaboration rather than competition. Absolutely,
1: yeah. and you know, it. I mean, the support. And a lot of you know people are willing to help out and, you know, give advice and are, are very friendly. And, you know, I mean, you know, you know, if you're going to a convention dressed up, someone's going to say hi to you. So, yeah. you know, you you're, you're, they're expecting it. So, you know, don't be afraid. I mean, you know, just like I said, go, going back to the earlier, if It'd they're eating, nice. if they're taking a break, yes. they're, they're people, too. that's yes. That's one thing to keep in mind behind that mask. It is a person. It's not the real Spider-Man. You know, that that person does want to sit down and enjoy their, you know, $12 pizza in relative peace. So <laughs> g-
0: give them that. <laughs> Very nice. Well, Mike, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for uh, having me. We're going we're gonna to leave. We're going to leave with a song. How about some Anna Maniguchi? Let's do it. Okay. I think that's how you say it. We'll go with Anna it. Anna Maniguchi. Yeah, it sounds like a, a little video game-ish. So I think that was a. Uh, that was the plug in and the tie in to everything else. Works for me. Mike Light like Cosplay. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you, Mike Leitner. And uh, yeah, I have to go. I will release Mike back into the world. I'll be back next week uh, and do this again. And best hours coming up. So you've been listening to a certain degree on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. And that's the show. Thanks for listening to a certain degree. Can you believe this kind of quality interview podcast comes out each and every week? you can? Oh, there are literally thousands of other podcasts just like this one here. Wait, better ones than this? <sighs> God, good notes. Thanks. If you want to learn more, check out to a certain degree.com. That's t o a certaindegree.com. There are so many things there that you can't find anywhere. Oh, you can? Tag nabit.